Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, about the Bible. Jace and Dedeker, how are you two doing today? (laughs) I'm loving your energy today. I know. It's it's making me feel better. Is it because you're eating some. It looks like peach. It looks like bread to me on the webcam, but. Apparently, it's, it's not bread. Peach. It was a beautiful peach, and now it's almost just the pit of a peach. Mm. That's a lot of peas. It's <laughs> plosive into this microphone. <laughs> but it is a uh, beautiful, lovely peach because it is summertime, and these mm. gorgeous stone fruits are available and in abundance. So, yeah, the spirit. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, um, how how are we doing today? How are you doing? I'm good. How's your spirit? I'm going to be honest. I'm not super excited about still reading Job. It is Mm. interesting. I know you mentioned last time that it's a page turner and like, I get it, but I'm also just like, Job, come on. Like we get it. I'm kind of on the side of Job's friends right now. (laughs) Honestly. Complaining is a blustering wind. But like, yeah, no, I really am like, yes, I get it. Like I get it, Job. Like your life sucks. I get it. What about you? Yeah. I'm good. It's a it's a hot and humid day here, so you know there's a little bit of that lethargic kind of summer energy going on. But uh, I don't know. I guess I'm holding out hope for the Book of Job because we're going to be in this for a while longer. I'm holding Wait, out. Still? Oh yeah. Yeah, we're going to get through this entire book before we move on to anything else. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> we're going to be in Job for a while, so I'm hoping there's sort of a a turn of sorts, right? That there's like something that that. Something hopeful, yeah. I don't, I don't know about hopeful, but just something to to hold on to, right? Um, yeah. But I do think that after today, we will have gotten through each of the three friends saying their thing. Oh, okay, all right. So that's oh, cool. That's good. We met that cast that's of characters. Good. Yeah. So right. today's yeah. where the third, the third bro, yeah, the third dude says his shit, his, his stuff. Okay. So we'll see what he's all about. All right. Emily, yeah. what are you, what are you drinking today? Hmm. I am having this beautiful rosemary gimlet that was given to me by my boyfriend. He just like happened to hand it to me and it was very nice. That's nice. Um, Does it, it has like a a sprig of rosemary in it? Yes, there it is. It's like a lovely aromatic. My goodness. And uh, I think it, yeah, it has some like ground rosemary or something in it as well. Wow. It's really fancy. That's super fancy. I'm, I am enjoying it. I wondered, I was like, I was going to be like, this is the Rosemary's baby drink. But then I was uh, like, no, maybe not I don't so think much. that's biblical. It's also except not for there's biblical, a devil yeah. involved. Yeah. Well, there's a devil involved with Rosemary's baby. It's like, oh, he's the reincarnation of the devil or something, right? I, I've no? never seen it. Have I've never seen, seen it? it either. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, anyway. that sounds nice because all my boyfriend handed me, me was wrong. just like a whiskey soda. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I do appreciate it. and I love you. <laughs> That's what we had in the house. 
Oh boy, yes. Oh yeah, we're having whiskey sodas, mm-hmm. which are which are nice. It's a it's a, a lemon soda though. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that is nice, right? You know, yeah, it's like some the, flavor to it. Sort of a lemony flavored soda water. So yeah. It's nice. It's like a, you know, like a lemon highball kind right, of right, situation. Right. Okay, so we know that we're making our way through Job. What specifically are we reading today? Uh, today we are reading the Book of Job, chapters ten through thirteen. Okay. Yes. So for well, those of you following along at home in your Teen study Bibles. <laughs> I really, gosh, I wonder if my mom still has my teen study Bible. I really hope you had something called a teen study Bible. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure every teen, I'm pretty sure every, every evangelical teen, teen probably had a teen, had a study. teen not Bible. this one, yeah. not this one. Well, you were not an evangelical teen in the '90s. No, it was cool. So it was, it was less. I mean, mine at least was less like fancy looking than my other Bibles. I had a lot of Bibles. That's <laughs> a youth. Uh, it was not less, to brag or anything. This, yeah, not to brag. I, I had, had a ton of Bibles. I had one with my name embossed on it. So I that had that was too. Cool. Jeez, I had one of those too. Uh, anyway, uh, the Teen Study Bible was like a paperback. You know, it was still a big book. It was the Bible, but it was more of like a paperback style. But it had this cool sort of very nineties, um, you know, pinks and blues and greens, like spray painty, like splattery oh, sort yeah. of like yeah, style to it. Yeah, the straight-up 90s style. And it had lots of different, like, study guides in the back um, and, like, footnotes and things like that to help you to help you understand what was going on. Ooh. Speaking of understanding, Emily, do you understand what happened last time? I, I mean, it was just Job waxing poetic a lot about how awful his life was, how God can do whatever the hell he wants, and that... He's never going to, I don't know, in that Job kind of wants to die and that clearly Job has done something wrong and that God is the only one who can like make that call. Yeah. And then one of the other friends of Job is like, dude, chill. And Job is like, I shall not. <laughs> I shall not that chill. Was it was Bill it. Dad. Bill Dad, remember? <laughs> a Bill. Pa- Bill's Bill. dad. Bill Dad. And we Bill's had dad. some sweet dunks. We had, you know, your words are like a blustering wind. And mm. oh and, yeah, you liked that a lot. And my yeah. my my brothers are unreliable, like, like an inconsistent st- river yeah, or stream or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Those were good. Good dunks. Save, tuck those away for an, um, another day. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're ready to dive in. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Okay, so we're doing more Job. Yes. Job ten. Okay, so this is Job chapter ten. I loathe my very life. Therefore, I will give free rein to my complaint and speak out in the bitterness of my soul. I say to God, do not declare me guilty, but tell me what charges you have against me. Does it please you to oppress me, to spurn the work of your hands while you smile on the plans of the wicked? Wait, what? Yeah, I I say to God, while you smile on the plans of the wicked... Meaning Satan or whatever, right? Like, smile on the plans of the wicked who are doing shitty things. Yeah, it's a lot of Job just saying, like, uh, why are you letting something bad happen to something so good? And then not, why didn't you do this to someone who is actually wicked and evil and stuff like that? I I guess that's what that's about. Yeah. Okay, so he's definitely, like, throughout each of his speeches is getting more and more 
He is getting more angry at God. And I do yeah. like to believe that God is getting mm. more nervous because of the fact that Job's trying to call him out. I'm like, can you tell me why yeah. you decided to do this? Like, just yeah. tell me why. And God is just like, <laughs> you know. Right. You know how it goes. I like, I shall not hmm. do that. Do you have eyes of flesh? Do you see as a mortal sees? Are you clearly not? Well, this is actually a great question because I, I, gosh, mm. what was this? Um, when I was in college, my my roommate was uh, his dad was a pastor, and one of the things that his dad presented me with was this idea of anthropomorphizing God, and it blew my mind a little bit. But the idea that like we think of God as a human, basically, right? just sort of yeah. a godlike human and that's the same way like the Greeks and Romans talked about their gods and the Norse gods are also anthropomorphic and even in the Bible right in Genesis he's walking around through the garden with them but the idea of like why do we as humans assume that God is a human like us because of the fact that in Genesis it says they made he made man in his image and that's always interpreted mm. as like well clearly that means God is a human shaped God right right I guess what but but God I think Job is one of but here job is it's being like true, do you have eyes of flesh do you see as a mortal sees right like do or do you see in some other way i, I don't know i think it's worthwhile that job's asking that question all right fine <laughs> okay are your days like those of a mortal uh or your years like those of a strong man <laughs> Like those are different. Like yeah, what strong are the, men are also mortal. What are the years right? of a weak man? Well, I think a strong man maybe means like a robust, healthy, like long living okay. man. All right. Maybe. Okay. okay. And mortals are just like every other person. <laughs> right. Uh, that you must search out my faults and probe after my sin. Though you know that I am not guilty and that no one can rescue me from your hand. Your hands shaped me and made me. Will you now turn and destroy me? Remember that you molded me like clay. How Will you now turn me to dust again? Okay, so he's read Genesis. Yeah, yeah. He's he on the dust, the dust train. <laughs> he knows that he was made from dust originally. Okay. Did you not pour me out like the milk and curdle me like cheese? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ew. Joe. These metaphors. Wow, Joe, wait. Wait. Okay. Hey, okay. <laughs> All right, I was really on board with like, okay, yes, you made me, you formed me, you don't don't turn me back into dust. You poured me out like milk and curdle me like cheese. I'm I guess like the cheese is the solid form of milk. Mm. Oh, so there he is. So you took me for he some is raw the solid boy and made me into a solid boy. Mm. Yeah. Well, and in our body there's like solid parts and liquid parts. So curd like like a curds and whey. I gotta say, Ew. I'm I'm really pleased to now learn that there's a mention of cheese in the Bible. Because oh, if you'd yeah. asked me 20 minutes ago, is there cheese in the Bible? And I said, nope, no cheese. <laughs> no cheese. And I would have said that very confidently, even though I haven't read the mm. Bible cover to cover. But now I'm like, oh no, there's cheese in the Bible. There it is. There's the cheese. I'm gonna take this again. Okay. Did, did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese? Clothe me with skin and flesh and knit me together with bones and sinews. Wow, this is really... He's really leaning into this one. You know what? Oh my gosh. I wonder if that's part of the deal with like the whole Westworld thing with like that milk 
liquid stuff that they like 3D print oh. the bodies out of. Maybe they'd been reading Job. They're like, we're going to make it like cheese, we're y'all. Make it like cheese. Let's, no, just, just, just stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. It's in the Bible. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. yes, there is cheese in the Bible. Yeah, gosh. Okay. You gave me life and showed me kindness and in your providence watched over my spirit. But this is what you concealed in your heart. And I know that this was in your mind. If I sinned, you would be watching me and would not let my offense go unpunished. If I am guilty, woe to me. Even if I am innocent, I cannot lift my head for I am full of shame and drowned in my affliction. Wait, if I am guilty, woe to me. Even if I'm innocent, I cannot lift my head for I'm full of shame and drowned in my affliction. It's just like a lose-lose situation all over the place for this guy. Gosh, okay. If I hold my head high, you stalk me like a lion. And again, display your awesome power against me. You don't have to deliver that so sexy. Sorry. Emily, you don't have to do the sexy dance or kind of sexy dance. <laughs> She's doing a little right lion now. dance, yeah. No, I'm just doing the stalking. Like, whenever people stalk each other, I, I like, see it as, like, like going like, with the legs, like, really, it, like a cat like does. A like a little kitty. Like, legs out really far. Mm, I see. Leg, leg, leg. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this gimmick's getting to me. Gosh, if any of our listeners want to illustrate Emily doing that move, just based on her description right now, I would love to see that. Long leg, another long leg. Okay, tell me more about this god kitty. Okay. Uh, If I hold my head high, you stalk me like a lion and again display your awesome power against me. You, You bring new witnesses against me and increase your anger toward me. Your forces come against me wave upon wave. Then why did you bring me out of the womb? I wish I had died before any eye saw me. He's on it about back, that again. He's back, back on that. Yeah. 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 If only I had never come into being or had been carried straight from the womb to the grave. Gosh, he's really, really into this yeah. infant mortality thing. Yeek. Are not are not my few days almost over? Turn away from me so I can have a moment's joy before I go to the place of no return, to the land of gloom and utter darkness, to the land of deepest night, of utter, of utter darkness and disorder, where even the light is like darkness. It's wait like a minute, wait a minute. The daytime of the night? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry to be... Is he not... Yes. Well, no, I mean, I thought that he was like, I'll go to heaven if I die. But it doesn't sound like he thinks he's gonna. It seems like it's just, it's less about heaven or hell here. It seems like it's mostly just about, like, I just want it to end. And that's it. Yeah, you're right, though. That's a good point, Emily. Like, like our, he did mention before that he would be with the, like, kings of old if he had died as a baby. But he talks now about going to the place of no return to the land of gloom and utter darkness. Not saying necessarily that's like a bad place, but just it's a different way of looking at death than I think we tend to associate with the Bible, right? Yeah. Like heaven being this delightful hanging out at the, you know, mess hall with all your favorite celebrities. <laughs> right. You yeah, know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It is more this image of death. It is just like. Sort of a darkness. Or, yeah. yeah. 
It just ends. Yeah, that's really interesting. He just, and who is he saying, turn away from me so I can have a moment's joy? Is that God? Yeah, yeah. I think he's saying to God, like, he's like, like, give me a break, God. Like, I'm about to die. Just, like, let me have my final few days in peace where you're not wailing on me, essentially. Right. I wonder, like, whoever wrote this originally, just because he keeps coming back to this theme of, like, how much he's suffering and how right. awful it is and how much he wants to die of... Like that it keeps coming back to it, coming back to it, coming back to it in a way that we didn't see in Genesis coming back to themes, you know, Um, where I am just like, you know, was this one particular very poetic writer who was having a really hard time that kept coming back and writing these particular passages Mm. and then somehow that ended up in this story? Like, I don't know. Well, I feel like at least the way that's often presented is that that the reason why this book is you know, important or worth talking about is because it is debating these things that I think to some extent or another, all of us as human beings experience this kind of struggle, this feeling, Mm. right? Whether we believe in a God or not, or what God that is, we experience this of just being like, I'm so freaking upset about my life right now. And we know we've done it over, you know, because you're middle school boyfriend broke up with you right and it's like my world is ending everything's horrible i wish i'd never been born right like we all have it regardless of how bad things actually are i think that's why this you know this is kind of what this is about it's like the universality of the dark night of the soul yeah that's a good, yeah that's a good point yeah. to kind of that this is covering something that is universal is. for mm. for human beings like like us well Should we move on to Job 11? Yeah. Yeah. Someone besides Job is finally going to get to talk (laughs) again, but not for long. Okay. (laughs) Then Zophar, the Namatite. Was that right? Yeah, man. Sure. I love it. All right. Then Zophar, the Namatite replied, are all these words to go unanswered? Is this talker to be vindicated? Will your idle talk reduce others to silence? Will no one rebuke, 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 Of all the words I expected to trip you up, that was not the it one. Surprised me too. Sorry, I was like, I was like, is it rebuke? No, it's rebuke? not rebuke. It's not rebuke. Rebuke. Yeah. It has the like the you you. Yeah, it's the okay. you you. Yeah. yeah. The, the liquid uh, you. The liquid you. Yeah. Will no one rebuke you when you mock? Okay, you so say to God, so what? The, he's like, just all right. So the first guy's like, no, man, it's gonna be all right. And then Bildad's like, your words are like a blustering wind, blustering yeah. wind. And then Job talks again, and so far comes in, and he's like, seriously, are we gonna let this dude just keep, just talking? keep talking? Will no one put you in your place? Jeez. No one rebuke you when you mock? Exactly. Wow. You say to God, my beliefs are flawless and I am pure in your sight. Oh, how I wish that God would speak, that he would open his lips against you and disclose to you the secrets of wisdom. For true wisdom has two sides. Know this. God has even forgotten some of your sin. Uh, Whoa, wait, okay. wait. No, no, no. no. Okay, wait, hang on. Before you, jump in, no, before you jump in on that, I think he's trying to make the point of like, you have sinned so much, God has even forgotten some of it. So you cannot go off saying that you're like flawless and blameless. I think that's what he's saying. Is like, yeah, God has even forgotten some of your sin. That's how much you've sinned. So you can't stand here and like say, woe is me. I've been perfect this whole time. That's what I think he's trying to say. 
dang but just dang i've never that's never that i don't gosh growing up in in the church like that idea was never presented to me that, that god, god could forget something could forget anything so that's well, and i know he's we maybe do have just the passage where he's like oh he remembered noah and he's like oh right <laughs> oh shit noah that's true oh yeah noah okay i'm sorry that just really like caught me by surprise okay please please continue can you fathom the mysteries of god can you probe the limits of the almighty they are higher than the heavens above. What can you do? They are deeper than the depths below. What can you know? Their measure is longer than the earth and wider than the sea. If he comes along and confines you in prison, pr- prison, not a prism, prison, <laughs> and convenes a court, who can oppose him? Wow. Surely he recognizes deceivers, and when he sees evil, does he not take note? Wow. Okay, 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 hang on. I need to pause because I feel like right now Zophar is making the same points that Job was making just a few chapters ago of like, he's almighty, we can't know everything that he knows. I know, they're all going back and forth and back and forth. I, yeah. Well, but I mean, isn't that what a debate with your friends is like? It's not my friends. What friends do you have? Well, you know, where you're, you're kind of like working through something hard and so you're saying like oh this this and this and uh, and maybe i've done all these bad things and because then after that job went to saying but i'm totally innocent and blameless and let yet you're doing these things right he went uh-huh. through both of those phases okay right so now his friends kind of i guess taking the side that job maybe was taking earlier but then it sort of changed his mind a bit which but. friends of yours <laughs> Are you referring to you guys? Oh, us? Oh, geez. You guys are my Zofar and Bildad. Oh, dear. I think it's usually you who are the Zofar. Well, no, you're the Job, yeah, who like goes back and forth and it's like, well, no, but maybe, but okay. Yeah, and I think we're definitely ones who are like, you're a blessed one. The Zofar and, yes. Gosh. (laughs) All right. It's fine. It's fine. Harsh. All right. Surely he recognizes deceivers, and when he sees evil, does he not take note? But the witless can no more become wise than a wild donkey's colt can be born human. Not putting my money on that one. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Yet if you devote, devote your heart to him and stretch out your hands to him, if you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent... Then free of fault, you will lift up your face, you will stand firm and without fear. You will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as water's gone by. All right, so he's just going back to the same, same shit thing that, of, that Bildad was saying. Of you just like, need to be good and be upright again. Just be good, be good, good, good. But he is at least yeah. kind of being like, stop feeling sorry for yourself, dude. Yeah, he's just kind of like, do we hear this guy? Does everyone hear this guy? <laughs> yeah. Like, this guy is being ridiculous right now. Right now. <laughs> Though I, I do, I feel like it's worth pointing out again, the fact that Job's three friends come along because they hear shit happen to him and they get all sad about it and they sit with him and then they have this conversation while Job has lost everything he owns, all of his sons have died yeah. All he's got left is his wife who says to disown God and die. And yeah. his friends come along who still are doing fine. 
And they're like, no, man, it's all right. Like speaking from this place of being very privileged, right? Of being. I was gonna. I yeah. was just literally gonna say, like, it is kind of like a an object lesson in privilege, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What do you mean by object lesson? Well, maybe object lesson was the wrong word to say, but I don't know. I guess a parable, a parable, mm, maybe a, in yeah. privilege of of okay. you know when you're in privilege, you can't really see it, and it's hard for you to talk to people who are not in privilege. About what they should just or shouldn't do. It's going to be okay. Like it's right. okay for Yeah, exactly. Me. Like this worked out for me to be, you know, mm. to reach out to God and to repent for my sin. And clearly it's manifested that way in my life. So you should do the same thing. Right. Yeah. Mm. And he's like, but I have. I have been doing that my whole life. And yet still this happened. Right. Right. It's true. And that's the thing is we actually do know behind the scenes when they're debating about whether Job is good or not. God himself said earlier, Job is freaking great. Yeah, so right? you know that Job didn't necessarily do something that he's being punished yeah. for. Even though his friends yeah. are like, you must have, and Job's like, I must have. But like, we know that, that God he God even didn't. agrees this dude is dope as, as heck. <laughs> Let's keep going. Okay. Then free of fault, you will lift up your face. You will stand firm and without fear. That's a lot of Fs. Yes. Yep. You will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as waters gone by. <laughs> life will be brighter than no... Oh, no. Life will be brighter than noonday, and darkness will become like morning. Yeah, daytime you will be... Sec- mm, yeah. Yeah, noonday, not noon night. Noon night. Yeah. Noon night. <laughs> noon night. <laughs> Sorry. You will be secure because there is hope. You will look about you and take your rest in safety. You will lie down with no one to make you afraid, and many will court your favor. But the eyes of the wicked will fail, and escape will elude them. Their hopes will become a dying gasp. Jeez. Jeez. Their hope will Jeez. become a dying gasp. These guys, like, they're, like, real hopeful and then get super vindictive really? about, about your enemies about at the, the end. Like, yeah, about no. the wicked people. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's continue on. All right, Job's speaking again. You got a good comeback, Job? Let's see. Let's see. Okay. The rap battle passes back to Job. Mm. Job, your response. (laughs) Oh, don't make me do this right now. You were only the people who matter. You did not. (laughs) No, you're not going to make a couple white girls try to have a rap battle with the Bible. That just sounds. I'm sorry. I'm Mexican, so. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, do you want to rap battle this entire chapter? She totally would. Emily, you totally would. No, I would try to. I would. Maybe that'll be a bonus. Save it for the bonus content. Okay. 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 Job 12, verse 1. Then Job replied, Doubtless, (laughs) (laughs) doubtless, you are the only people who matter, and wisdom will die with you. But I have a mind as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Who does not know all these things? Job's getting a little saucy with his friends, finally. Seriously. Yeah. I have become a laughing stock to my friends, though I called on God and he answered, a mere laughing stock, though righteous and blameless. Those who are at ease have contempt for misfortune as the fate of those whose feet are... Hang on, I need to read that again. Those who are at ease have contempt for misfortune as the fate of those whose feet are slipping. Huh? This is kind of what we're talking about. He's saying... Are we like, talking about like, you're privileged? Yeah, those who have ease can be like... <sighs> unfortunate it right, must be their own poor fault people. they gotta stick with lazy it. poor people yeah exactly uh, yeah 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 okay uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the tents of marauders are undisturbed and those who provoke god are secure those god has in his hand but ask the animals and they will teach you or the birds in the sky and they will tell you or speak to the earth and it will teach you or 
let the fish in the sea inform you. All of these sources. All are of these good. sources. <laughs> he cited his sources. Which of all of these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand Lord. is is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. Does not the ear test words as the tongue tastes food? Is not wisdom found among the aged? Does not long life bring understanding? Okay, hang on. So he's like, yes, like ask everything. Every everything knows that like God is in command of all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, to God belong wisdom and power. Counsel and understanding are His. What He tears down cannot be rebuilt. Those He imprisons cannot be released. This is kind of like a call for it, isn't there? Like a verse in Ezekiel or Isaiah that's about how we cannot make straight what He has made crooked, and that's that quote that oh, they put at maybe. the beginning of Gattaca. Oh gosh, you know we did just about? watch Gattaca recently. Oh, did you? Oh, gosh. Yeah, we watched it. It was what, on. You and I? Yeah, it what? was on. Uh, I mean, you on, and I have seen it, Jizz. No, we saw it like way back when. No, it was yeah. like just on TV recently. Where? And we watched part of it. Are you sure that? I don't think I was there for that. Did I watch Gattaca by myself? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> and I thought you were there. That's possible. Anyway, but Sounds do you remember that? Right. That they have that Bible verse at the beginning. This, this is. I don't think it's from Job, but this is kind of similar to that. That. Basically, if God's giving you crappy genes, you can't do anything to change that. I huh. think was the point that they were trying oh, to make. Oh, I see. In Gattaca. In Gattaca. Because it's all about your genes. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Huh. Okay. Anyway. If he holds back the waters, there is drought. If he lets them loose, they devastate the land. To him belong strength and insight. Both deceived and deceiver are his. He leads rulers away, stripped, and makes fools of judges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fools of those judges. He takes off the shackles put on by kings and ties a loincloth around their waist. Wait. Okay. He takes, he takes off, off the, the shackles, shackles that kings put on somebody and ties a loincloth around the waist of the kings or the person that he took the shackles off of. Yeah, that's what I'm confusing. Is it is I, it he's clothing the naked shackled person or is it that he's stripping the king and just leaving him in a loincloth, which is embarrassing? I I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know. Let either. me keep reading. He leads priests away stripped, also, and overthrows officials long established. So I would say it's probably the kings that he's... Okay. He's tying a loincloth around? Like he yeah, takes... and he's like, yo, king, you're a loincloth man now. Yeah. And takes <laughs> you're a away... loin, but you're a dirty, dirty loin boy now. He yeah, takes exactly. Away, takes off the shackles put on by kings. So, like, the, takes away their slaves and servants and stuff. And then puts a loincloth what if on them. He instead. takes off the shackles put on by kings and ties a loincloth around their waist, there being the shackles. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Just looking Just at the grammar the here. Okay. okay. Um, he silences the lips of trusted advisors and takes away the discernment of elders. He pours contempt on nobles and disarms the mighty. He reveals the deep things of darkness and brings utter darkness into the light. He makes nations great and destroys them. He enlarges nations and disperses them. He deprives the leaders of the earth of their reason. He makes them wander in a trackless waste. They grope in darkness with no light. He makes them stagger like drunkards. Oof. Oofy. Yeah. Boy. He's just like talking about all the things that God does that are kind of rough, like good and rough. Well, he's just reiterating that like God is all powerful and like we as humans don't have anything that we can do about it. Can I? Jeez. Maybe this is just the, the alcohol talking, but. <laughs> Like something that's been striking me about Job so far is that I feel like he is kind of talking about 
is something that is fairly universal of like his friends keep trying to make this argument that like that life is fair. Mm, interesting. And Job's kind of making the case of like, but it's not but it's though. Not. Yeah. Like, look at what the birds say and the earth say and the fish say and the animals say. Like, life isn't fair. Like, mm. kings will lose their position and priests get stripped of their robes. And and fish will get eaten by a bear and they're just trying to swim upstream. Right. <laughs> right? 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 Like, the, I, I, like if we... Well, that is an interesting layer to yeah. it, for sure. It's kind of like, yeah, man, shit happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of the... I don't know. Maybe that's like maybe you can't, you can't come for me right now by telling me that life's going to be fair because it's not right. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like putting my own like personal stuff on this. Yeah. We, I, I at least was brought up with this idea that life is fair somehow. And that if you're a good person, good things happen mm. to you. And that's like exactly what this book's about. It's like, is that actually true? And if you look, and you're at, like, nah. If you look at history and and everything, so, it's not necessarily true. So is it that Job's friends are like, Job, this is a meritocracy. If you work hard enough, mm. it'll all pan out for you in the end. And Job's like, that's some bull hockey. Some bull hockey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Jace has been saying shit a lot. You can say I shit. I know, but I'm trying to balance him out. I see. And not adding more to the pile. So the pile of of hockey. Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. All right. Last All right. chapter. Last chapter for this episode, Job 13. Job is still speaking here. <clears throat> My eyes have seen all this. My ears have heard and understood it. What you know. Wait, what? Is he saying the same thing again that he said in the last chapter? Yeah. He started the same keep, way. Just keep. I'm sorry. Okay. Just okay, keep okay, going. okay. Okay. Sorry. My eyes have seen all this. My ears have heard and understood it. What you know, I also know. I'm not inferior to you. But I desire to speak to the Almighty and to argue my case with God. You, however... I'm stupider than you. Yeah. <laughs> they say I'm stupid. I'm, I'm not, not stupid. <laughs> you, however, smear me with lies. Oof. You are worthless physicians, all of you. If only you would be altogether silent... For you, that would be wisdom. I think their friends are kind of like, well, you kind of got to give in order to get Job. Yeah, jeez. Basically, both his friends and here are like, you shut up. You no, shut you, up. Shut, you up. shut up. <laughs> All of us just shut up. <laughs> Hear now my argument. Listen to the pleas of my lips. Will you speak wickedly on God's behalf? Will you speak deceitfully for him? Will you show him partiality? Will you argue for the case or will you argue the case for God? Would it turn out well if he examined you? Could you deceive him as you might deceive a mortal? He would surely call you to account if you secretly showed partiality. He really loves this partiality word in this translation. Partiality. Yeah. Would not his splendor terrify you? Would not the dread of him fall on you? Your maxims are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Okay, so hang on. So Job's also kind of being like, if this stuff was happening to you too, Mm. you would also fall apart. Like you would not be able to make the same arguments that you're making now about, about, you know, God's going to be good to you if you're good Mm -hmm. also. No, I love this too. Like you're, you're, he's like calling them out on exactly what I've been saying right. for the past few episodes, right? Yeah. Like your maxims are proverbs of ashes. It's like, yeah, yeah. You're just throwing out mm. all this like nice sounding wisdom yeah, yeah. from your privileged position. 
Jeez. Keep silent and let me speak, and then come to me what may. Why do I put myself in jeopardy and take my life in my hands? Though he slay me, yet will I hope in him. I will surely defend my ways to his face. Indeed, this will turn out for my deliverance, for no godless person would dare come before him. Listen carefully to what I say. Let my words ring in your ears. Now that I have prepared my case, I know I will be vindicated. Can anyone bring charges against me? If so, I will be silent and die. Only grant me <laughs> yeah. Only grant me these two things, God, and then I will not hide from you. Withdraw your hand from me and stop frightening me with your terrors. Then summon me and I will answer, or let me speak and you reply to me. So okay, so Job is like just give me a chance. Just to do talk a to me. Dance. Oh, give me a just, chance to actually defend myself to you. Like, give me a fair fighting chance to. I think so. Yeah. Like, let's take this to court. Let's lawyer up. Talk to me, God. Talk to me. Yeah. No, I think that. <sighs> right. Like, just say something. How many wrongs and sins have I committed? Show me my offense and my sin. Why Whoa. do you hide your face and consider me your enemy? Will you torment a wind-blown leaf? Will you chase after dry chaff? Will you write down bitter things against me and make me reap the sins of my youth? You fasten my feet in shackles. You keep close watch on all my paths by putting marks on the soles of my feet. So you put you put a GPS tracker on me. Mm, I think that's what he said. Definitely yeah. he did. Yeah. So man wastes away like something rotten. Like a garment eaten by moths. Jesus. That's the end of Job 13. Gosh. Can I just ask this question? Like, because he goes back and forth. He's like, well, we don't know what we've done. Like, God is the only one who can answer that question. But then he's like, God, what have I done? Like, come Mm. on. Like, tell me what I've done. Let's let's talk about it. Let's have a talk. Well, and why does he go back and forth so many times? I don't know. I think it's actually nicely written. Like, that's... You know, when you're processing something, I feel yeah. like you would go through this kind of back and forth. Whereas I feel like, at least with the Bible, it's often presented to us culturally as something that's like, this has all been Definitive. thought out and figured out. And like, here's a book of answers. Mm-hmm. When I think the reality, especially here in Job, is it's like, no, we're actually reading a story about someone wrestling with this. Right. Yeah. Right. Like trying to come to terms with his life falling apart, <laughs> and like yeah, no, I guess that's true. Like it's yeah, it's true from a very human standpoint. If you were suddenly slapped in the face with all this terrible shit, it would be a big back and forth of like, what did I do to deserve this? Or you know, no, I just need to let it go because I can't figure out what I did to deserve this. But really though, like, what could I do to change this? Or like bargaining or. Stuff like that. I, I know I was jokingly using the analogy of like being so upset over your, you know, middle school boyfriend or, or girlfriend breaking up with you. But like, haven't we been in a similar place after our breakup? 
Oh yeah. Where yeah. it's like, what did I do? I must have done something. Gosh, what was it? And then going to like, I never did anything. I was fine. This jerk. Mm. Like, how could they do that? Then like, I don't know, but maybe it was me, right? Like, I or feel like, like it's no, very there's, real. there's no way for me to figure it out. Or like then, or then finally being like, I need to sit down with them to actually. They need to listen to me and like put me on trial. That's Let when me. you write them the letter. Exactly. It's like, or that's when you're like, just we need to talk closure. about like, this. We need to talk about this. Right. Just spell it out for me. Mm. Like, yeah. Just Jeez. tell me what was it? What did I do? Right. I don't know. I feel like it was actually yeah. kind of a, like a universal human experience. So Job is here. This, the book of breakups. <laughs> so can oh, I man. just ask, like, how much more of Job talking about all this stuff are we going to be Job? endearing here? Okay, Job is 42 chapters. We just finished chapter 13. Lily's <laughs> <laughs> face is a mask of horror. Yes. Wait. Is it similar to this the whole time? Is it just going to be like, God? God. Oh, no, God. Oh, God. 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 Well, what is that I, over and over again? What I do know about the structure of Job that we talked about, I think, when we first started a little bit, is that there's like the setup, which was God and Satan, and then the bad stuff happening to Job, and then it's one round. Which was very small. And then it's one round of Job's friends talking with Job responding in between. Or sorry, okay. Job's monologue first, and then Job's friends talking with Job responding to each of them, which is what we just finished. I mean, maybe Job Doesn't will have... his wife chime in at some point? Oh, I don't know. Because what I do know is that there's one more round of all three friends talking... And Job responding? Of course. At least, maybe there's two more rounds. I'm not it sure. It might be. It's 42 chapters. I'm not totally sure. Um, But yeah, that's... It's all right. There's, I I have to say, as, as repetitive as it is to be like, oh, Job, stop. Oh, Bildad, stop. Oh, y'all, <laughs> please, both of you, shut up. Um, There are some interesting lines and some fun dunks. There's and, some good yeah. dunks. Some poetry. There's a lot of gems here that I was not expecting in the Book of Job and also cheese. The Book of Dunks. What if we... The Book of Dunks. What if we yeah. renamed the Book of Job to the Book of Sick Dunks? Okay. All right. Yeah? Okay. I like that for now. Okay. Maybe that'll change over time, but... So next time we'll resume with the Book of Sick Dunks, mm. <laughs> chapter 14. <laughs> All right, well, we will see you all next week, right? Yeah. For more more Job, let's see who has the sick dunks sick, next time. The sickest time. of dunks. Thank you for joining us for Bible Study today. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. We love hearing from you. Find us on Twitter, at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram, at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Jace Lindgren, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the Book of Job is Agnus Day X by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your day.